A climate finance expert says it's only right that rich countries should pay poor ones for the damage of more than a century of belching climate gases. The two-week annual UN Climate Summit kicked off in Egypt overnight, and for the first time, the issue of loss and damage financing has finally made it onto the official agenda at the COP27 climate conference. Wealthy nations, including the United States and some EU countries, have blocked it for years. This is big news for the Blue Pacific, as it could mean seeing greater financial assistance in the light of adversity. RNZ reporter Hamish Cardwell spoke with University of Otago Director for Climate and Energy Finance Group, Ivan Diaz-Rainey, who says there would have been a lot of reluctance from developed countries because it opens up a whole load of potential liabilities to Western governments that have been polluting since the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, so I guess what's your analysis of the significance of this finally making it on to the agenda, loss and damage and things? Yeah, I think it's indicative of of, of our times, right? Uh, so it really is creating, I think, a new category of finance. Uh, so we've had uh, mitigation finance, which is trying to stop climate change through renewables and energy efficiency. We've got adaptation finance, which is learning to live with uh, um, the consequences of climate change, so whether it's uh, seawalls and so on. But loss and damage is just acknowledging that actually uh, the other two to some degree have failed and and people in particular in the developing world are being disproportionately affected. Um, and so there needs to be a mechanism to for reparation. Um, and in a sense, it's a new funding category, but it, underlying it is a, is, a, is a long tension that has existed in climate negotiations between developed and developing countries. The um, the the specifics of what it could end up being the mechanism. Do you have a sense of what uh, an appropriate or a good kind of way of managing that would be? I know that that will a lot. My understanding is that a lot of the devil will be in that in the detail around that, what it actually looks like. Is that right? Yeah, look, and I, th- I think it's very early days. I think we've just got to the stage where they've succeeded getting it on the agenda. And there would have been a lot of reluctance from developed countries to get that because it opens up a whole load of potential liability to 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 to, to Western governments that have been polluting for, for since the Industrial Revolution in the case of Europe, right? Um, and I see there's various proposals, so like a mosaic of of potential funding bodies. I think some of the developing developed countries want that. And I guess what you might argue that that's a little bit fuzzy and, and not as structured. I think some of the UN bodies are arguing for like a centralized fund uh, that sort of distributes after these events. And to me, that and, and it helps with insurance. Uh, you know, I think the day for patchworks, and in this context, right, I, I, a patchwork approach it just does not seem mosaic to some pat, patchwork to others, right? Uh, I, I think a structured approach. Uh, this is a global global problem, uh, and I'm sorry to say, you know, us in the West are going to have to pay for some of some of the damage we've caused through our lifestyles. Do you know what it could, like, what what? What a number that could start being put against this would be um, from a perspective of what's likely in terms of what Western governments are going to kind of accept, and but actually what the real number is underneath in terms of the, the liability for, for Western countries? Well, the real number, who knows, right? I mean, um, so I think the, there's a figure of uh, over the last... Uh, so these are the vulnerable, most vulnerable nations. They call them the V20, but there's more than 20 countries in there. Um, I think they estimate that oh, it's around 500 
uh, billion US dollars over the last decade in damages, right? Which which actually doesn't sound like that much, uh, but you know, for these countries, it's an awful lot of money, and it accounts to you know the, the cumulative GDP of about twenty percent in any one year, right? Uh, and of course, that's that's in the past, right? And what we've seen over the last uh, couple of years is just these. Risks intensifying, obviously the floods in Pakistan with, you know, thousands of deaths or, uh, you know, 1,700 estimated deaths. Uh, you know, so if it's been 500 billion over the last uh, t- decade, it's going to be obviously m- m- upwards of that going forward. And it depends what, what world we end up with. Do we end up with a two degree world? Uh, I think it's fair to say we're beyond a 1.5 degree world. Um, uh, you know, if we end up with a three or four degree world, that, that those losses would be huge, right? And then, you know, you have real impacts on, 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 on Western countries, and this is what people don't understand. You know, we, we, we should be right; we're fine here. But you know, if if people find it impossible to live in in the equatorial part of the Earth, they are going to try and migrate. And it's a yeah, it's interesting. To, I know I won't jump forward to that. Look, do you think how likely are you to that that there could end up this meeting could end up with some real concrete money put towards it? I mean, the fact that it's even been discussed is interesting, but do you think it has any chance of success? Or and what does success look like? Uh, look, I, I I think I I think there will be something done, whether it's this mosaic um, or whether it's something much more structured. Uh, I suspect it's probably you know again the history of this is that uh, there'll be some reasonably good sounding promises, uh, but it won't be hard and fast. And then whether the money will actually flow is another matter. And and so we've seen that in the history. So um, you know the, in as part of the Paris Agreement. Uh, Developed countries were meant to hand over about 100, uh, 100 billion every year to developing nations, and they've really not kept to that. So, yeah, it's uh, it's challenging. I think something will have to come out of it. I, I think, you know, I, I think given the politics, the uh, you know, the the key countries, uh, you know, you've got the Biden administration, you've got Europe committed. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the mood music is is positive to achieve something.